Are you sending direct mail? Is your phone ringing off the hook with motivated seller calls? If it's not, it's probably because you're not marketing. One of my favorite ways to reach motivated sellers is by using direct mail. And the reason is, is I can target those who may have recently got a divorce or who have inherited a property from a death um, and so on and so forth. I can also target high equity. I can target absentee owners. And it is a tried and true way to get your message out. And more importantly than that, to get your phone ringing. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail so you can see the exact mail provider that I use. I want to share them with you. They do letters and postcards. Letters as low as 59 cents and postcards as low as 39 cents. Mike and I send hundreds, if not thousands of postcards and letters to motivated sellers in our market every single week. Reason is, is because it works and we are going to continue to send direct mail because it works. So if you're not using a mail provider already, we want to share with you the company that we use. And they will hook you guys up with special pricing. Mention David Dodge or Mike Slane when you contact them. Go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail to get more information. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today. Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the Discount Property Investor way. Thanks for tuning in. All right, Discount Property Investors, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, episode 13. Uh, your host, Mike Slane and David Dodge. And uh, we just want to thank you all for joining us. Remember, if you are looking to get started in real estate investing, specifically wholesaling, please check out our freewholesalecourse.com at freewholesalecourse.com. That's everything you need to know to get started in real estate uh, wholesaling. So go check that out or check us out at discountpropertyinvestor.com. Uh, today we're going to talk about driving for dollars. Dave, what do you think, man? Driving for dollars is awesome, man. It's a great way to get started. Very little cost. And, um, you know. Exactly. So it's marketing, right? It's I mean, marketing. The whole, the whole of, of real estate investing is marketing. And this is a way to go out there and generate some leads for yourself mm -hmm. that uh, may not necessarily be out there for everyone else. I think it's one of the best ways to generate leads. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and we, we emphasize in, 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 in recent episodes too, like starting your backyard, you know, you don't need to try to do deals, you know, a hundred miles away. If you're just getting started and you want to start wholesaling, you know, start in your backyard, start in your community, and driving for dollars is a perfect way to get started, you know, in Absolutely. your backyard. Yeah, if you don't have any experience in real estate, 
uh, I mean, really get to know your community a little bit better by going out there and driving through. Yeah. So what is driving for dollars then? Dave, you want to give a that was brief, my next question. brief definition of <laughs> uh, what driving for dollars is? Yeah, absolutely. So driving for dollars, you know, in its most simplest form is, is driving around. It's looking for properties that, you know, have been neglected, maybe vacant, you know, have tall grass in their yard, maybe have boarded up windows or doors. It's just properties that, you know, need work properties that have been neglected and um, it's a great it's sure. a great property for you to then dive into and try to figure out who the owner is absolutely so, so that so first step is you're going out and you're in a in a target area um, I mean I recommend kind of limiting it to one one neighborhood or subdivision at a time uh, at a time mm -hmm. just to to uh, make it uh, palatable for yourself mm -hmm. so you go out there and you're looking for I always consider it vacant properties but yeah distressed properties mm -hmm. uh, are another one you can go ahead and write down uh, so what you're gonna go do you're gonna get in your car and I recommend uh, using a an iPhone uh, or your phone rather and making a little Google spreadsheet and just typing in the addresses the that way yeah. or or the notes mm -hmm. or whatever or if you want use a notebook but again you're going out there and you're basically collecting information so you're finding these properties that look like somebody isn't living there or somebody who is living there is not taking care of the property so there might be some motivation to sell absolutely so again, you're basically going out and you're compiling your own list of distressed properties mm -hmm. now in doing this is very simple actually when i first started wholesaling a little over a year ago i was driving for dollars every day and I remember, you know, I would go out for an hour at a time and I'd come back with 30 or 40 addresses written down. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's crazy to think about that looking back, like you can drive around and find 30 or 40 vacant houses in an hour and I was in good neighborhoods. Right. You know? Yeah. So, or houses that just look like they needed a ton of work. Yeah. I mean, it's a combination of things. I mean, you've got an aging population, uh, so maybe they've moved to... Uh, a senior living community, something mm -hmm. like that, and just the kids come over and maintain it once in a while, or there's nobody there to maintain it ever. Ever. I mean, mm -hmm. so it's just a property they weren't planning on selling. Uh, maybe mom or dad plan on moving back into the house. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But again, it, it's there's there's tons of properties, even in good areas. I mean, that's a really good point, Dave. It's yeah. not just the um, distressed uh, rental, lower end areas that there's vacant houses. They are all over. They're all over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, what do you look for? So David kind of mentioned uh, taller grass. Uh, that's a great one in the spring. I mean, it's a kind of a dead giveaway. You'll right. see the taller grass for sure. What I like to look for too is, especially if you are able to go around behind the uh, the flyer guy, you know, putting the Chinese menus on the door mm -hmm. or like the local ad that's that's on the door. I like to look around for houses that have those on them, because if there's ten houses in a row where that's not there and one house has it. Well, that means that somebody hasn't opened that front door when the other 10 houses in that neighborhood have. It's a very so good So I think point. that's another good kind of giveaway or just something that I look for when I'm driving for dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, the third one then would be snow. And again, if you're in an area that snows, it's kind of something you can look for. If you got four-wheel drive, go out uh, day after it snows and see who's shoveled the driveway and who hasn't. Mm -hmm. That's another way to, to kind of see if that might be a, a property that someone's not living in yeah similar in the fall if they hadn't cleaned up their leaves mm -hmm. you know? no that's my house too so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so again but it, it, you're looking for all sorts of just mm -hmm. what's the tell like what what would be a tell that that house is vacant and mm -hmm. all these things are kind of things to look for um in, in addition to like david mentioned just neglected properties ones that i mean maybe the gutters falling off and who knows i mean just 
just all sorts of things that yeah. to show the age or neglect of the property. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what you do to get started, right? So then what's the next step, Dave? If you went out and you've got a list of these properties that you think are vacant or neglected, what do you do next? Yeah, so when I first started, I would go out, like I said, I would go out for an hour, you know, two hours at a time. Not, I didn't spend a ton of time driving necessarily. I would just get a, a decent list of addresses and then I would go home and I would look on the local tax record site. So every municipality should have a site that you can go to online and look up addresses to get owners' names and mailing addresses. So there are a couple third-party softwares that you can subscribe to and pay, which will help this process and speed it up. Um, but you don't need those services. You can, you can get all this information for free um, so here in St. Louis, we have uh, St. Louis City, and then St. Louis County, and then of course we have St. Charles County. So each of these different you know areas have different websites that you can go. You can type in the property address, and it's public information. So you're not doing anything you know illegal or shady here, but you can see how much the property owes in taxes. You can see when the last time they paid their taxes. You can see who's the owner on record. So it could be a name or it could be a business name, but that's kind of irrelevant. And then you can get the mailing address you know, of the individual that owns it. So what you're really looking for here is you're looking for a mailing address that's not the same as the property address. Because if the house is vacant and they have a, you know, the tax records showing that the you know, mailing address is the same as the property address and you mail them a letter or a postcard, well, you're mailing a letter or a card to a house that's probably not going to get it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, you, so, you definitely those are the, those are the real gems. Is when you find one that maybe has already changed the mailing address somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, now you can still mail them because, mm -hmm. like Mike said a couple minutes ago, you know maybe the you know the kids of the family or whoever comes over once a week or every couple exactly. weeks and, and we'll get it. Picks up the so mail. It's not a complete waste, sure. but I always would look for you know what we like to call absentee owners. So you have a different mailing address from the property address. And then from there, you just you know put together a spreadsheet, you know write down the name of the owner and, and the address of the properties, and uh, you know this is kind of uh, it's not necessarily time consuming, but you know you're going to spend a little bit of time going through and typing in these addresses, but it's a great way to get to get leads you know for very low cost. Absolutely, I mean it's super low cost, and I think they're pretty high quality because again it's a list that there's not another ten guys in your. Um, local market that are mailing to it's it. It's a list likely. that you're generating. Right, you generated it. You're not buying huge. it, which mm -hmm. if you buy it, that means anybody can buy it. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're generating it and you can really target, you know, the zip code or the area or even the neighborhood, you know, really, really well. So anyway, you go ahead and you create a spreadsheet and write down the name of the owner and the address. And then from there, you just start, you know, mailing. And mm -hmm. again, when I first started, I was writing letters by hand I went up to like Office Max and bought a bunch of yellow pads of paper, and um, you know I didn't have a ton of money, so I was just writing letters with a marker, just saying, "Hi, my name is Dave. I see that you own this property," and then I put the property address, and you know I am in the market to buy properties. I'm an investor. Call me. Yeah, I can't tell it. you. I, mean, I can't keep tell it you. Simple. Can't tell you how many of those I hand wrote. Oh man, hundreds, of, out, thousands of them, thousands. Yeah, of way them. too many. You know, and I got so, wise and started copying them and then right. paying somebody else to mail them. So it's all progression. It's but, all progression. But yeah, in the, the beginning, you know, just write them by Cheapest, hand. easiest way. Yeah, go out there, mm -hmm. uh, find a couple properties you think are vacant. Like Dave said, you write them down. Uh, look them up in your local county assessor's website. Mm -hmm. 
uh, find the find the mailing address and write them a letter. Just say, hey, notice this property may be vacant. Was just wondering uh, if you're interested in buying or in selling it. I'm interested in buying it. So exactly. simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, you, you don't know? have to overcomplicate it. So driving for dollars. Um, I'm not sure there's any anything else we can we can really delve into at this point, Dave. You yeah, got I mean, any other just thoughts keep on it, it simple, folks. You know, don't overthink it. Get out there, drive around, find some properties that look distressed, vacant. You know, whatever they, they need work, and write down the address. Oh. Like, like Mike said, I just thought of something. What's that? So when you're out driving for dollars, though, too, keep your eyes open for rent signs. Write those down. Great idea. For sale by owners, write those down. Call Absolutely. or just call them. You know, uh, for rent signs actually are, are really good. You know, I love calling. When I see a rent sign, I still to this day, I, I pick up the phone, I call them, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, maybe 70 or 80% of the time, they're just looking to rent it, which is fine. But, you know, one or two times, you know, out of 10, give or take, you call them and say, hey, you know, I see you have this property for rent. Are you looking to sell? Are you interested in selling? Mm-hmm. And they may be tired of being a landlord. And they may just want to dump the property and get rid of it. Yeah. They make for great leads. They are. So yeah, that's so a really good point. So right, when you're out there, again, keep your eyes open. And for sale by owners are great. For rent signs are great. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come across a ton of them. So Absolutely. yeah, just, uh, just get out there and do it. I think that brings us kind of to our action uh, item for today, which I would say is get out there and do it. I mean, find a vacant house and locate the owner. Yeah, you don't even you know? need to drive necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I, I read blogs all the time with people that just, you know, do a daily walk with their dogs in the mm-hmm. evening, you know, and they'll, they'll walk by a house, you know, for three months straight and they won't see any cars in the driveway. And then they'll look up the address of the owner and mail them a letter and boom, there's a $10,000 deal right there. Last house I lived at for three years, I walked by this house. I mailed them probably every six months or so. Yeah. Still haven't got a hold of them. Still keep mailing them. Yeah, I'm, I will. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah but eventually those are, they're gonna need to sell it. They so. are. They're great leads. And again, if you can, if you can get a hold of that owner, yeah, they can definitely be turned into profitable leads. Absolutely. So, all right, guys, you want to, uh, or Dave, you want to wrap us up with uh, with our, our ending thoughts? And yeah, our absolutely, guys. So, you know, check out the freewholesalecourse.com. We're always, uh, you know, pushing people to check that out. Tons of value there. And, uh, you know, we, we want to help you get started in wholesaling. That is, you know, our main point. And uh, also, if you're looking for properties in the St. Louis area, discountpropertyinvestor.com. There's a link in the top right-hand corner where you can subscribe. And, uh, you know, our contact information is david at discountpropertyinvestor.com as well as mike at discountpropertyinvestor.com. If you want to reach out to us, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to communicate with you via email. And uh, that's about it. Our ending quote for the day. Mike, you want to go ahead and read it for us? Sure. You only have to do a very few things right in your life, so long as you don't do too many things wrong. Thanks Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.